Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is, People are Sticky. The scripture verse is Sirach, chapter 13, verse 1. Whoever touches pitch gets dirty, and whoever associates with a proud person becomes like him. This entire chapter in Sirach is titled, Caution Regarding Associates. Each verse describes different types of people and different types of relationships you might have. I like this first verse because the way Father Mike described it left a distinct picture in my head. It was a visual that I won't forget. I think if we can attach visuals to what we're learning, it helps us understand them better. First, let's talk about what pitch is. Pitch, in the chemical process industries, is the black or dark brown residue obtained by distilling coal tar, wood tar, fats, fatty acids, or fatty oils. Pitch is sticky. When you touch it, it stays on your hands, and then it gets on everything you touch. When I heard this, I thought of the tar baby in Burr Rabbit. That rabbit got tar all over him. The thing that Father Mike said that really stood out to me was people are sticky. This verse talks about how if you touch pitch, you will get dirty. Then it talks about how if you associate with a proud person, you will become like that proud person. I agree with Father Mike. People are sticky. If you hang around with someone long enough, you will start to become like them, even if you don't want to. It usually happens slowly and oftentimes without us even being aware of it. We hang around someone who is negative all the time and eventually we start to complain more than we used to. We hang around someone who likes to go out to eat, and we start to like to go out to eat more often. We even start to talk like those we hang around with. If you don't believe me, think about the people you spend the most time with. Do they have any things they say often? Do you say those things now? One of the people I follow on social media used to say 100% every time she agreed with something her husband said. For instance, he would say something like, Life is 10% what happens to you, and 90% how you react to what happens. And she would say, I agree, 100%. Or she would just say, yes, 100%. After watching their morning show for quite a while, I started to say 100% a lot as well. This is why we are called to be careful who we spend the most time with. We need to be intentional Not only about how we spend our time, but who we spend our time with. I'm not saying you shouldn't spend any time with those who are negative. You may have family members that are negative, and you can't just not spend time with any of them. If this is the case for you, I would say just try to limit the time you spend with them. Also, try to bring some light into the darkness of their complaining. Maybe point out the good things or the positive things in their situation. Also, sometimes if they get talking about a certain thing, 
they can be pretty negative. Try to change the topic. If you can't avoid the negativity and you can't really escape it, for instance, my husband and three boys were all pretty negative for a while. I lived in the same house with them, so avoiding them wasn't really an option. In this case, I tried to fill the time I wasn't with them when they were at work or at school with positive people. I would listen to uplifting music. I would listen to audiobooks that would lift my spirit. I would do Bible studies. We are in charge of our own thoughts, and we are in charge of who we hang out with for the most part. We are in charge of how we feel. That's another way people are sticky. Oftentimes, we can get stuck with other people's moods. We can wake up in a great mood, we can have a great morning, and then walk into work feeling great. However, if someone we work closely with is in a bad mood, their mood can be contagious. It can be the same if our spouse or our children are in a bad mood. This is something that can happen if we aren't paying attention. If we are around someone who walks into work and had a bad morning, their attitude rubs off on us. Now, all of a sudden, our good mood lessens and we start to feel anxious and grumpy, but we're not sure why. Has this ever happened to you? It would be nice if it happened the other way. It would be nice if your good mood rubbed off on your coworker that was having a bad day. And this can happen sometimes. But more often than not, the bad attitude is the one that winds up spreading. I'm not sure why this is, but I wonder if it's because we're going on autopilot. I wonder if the bad mood spreads faster than the good mood because we are all just kind of going through our days on autopilot and not really being present in the moment. If we aren't intentionally guarding our thoughts and moods, then the enemy can easily come in and turn them negative. He can get us to think about all the wrong in our lives instead of all that is right. I know some of you listening have some pretty heavy stuff going on in your lives right now. It's easy to find all that's going wrong in your lives. However, I want to challenge you to find a few things that are going right. Can you find three things you can be grateful for today? It doesn't have to be three things that have to do with your situation. We don't have to be thankful for our terrible situation, but we can be grateful for something while we're going through it. For instance, when we were really struggling with my son, I would be grateful for the few hours he was at school. I would be grateful for the people God put in my life that were there for me and would listen and give me hugs when I needed them. I was grateful for the times Tony, my husband, would take the boy somewhere for the weekend so I could recharge my batteries. The enemy doesn't want us to know this, but I will let you in on a secret. We can actually have control over our thoughts and feelings. If we don't like how we're feeling, we can change our thoughts and then feel differently. The enemy wants us to continue to feel helpless because that is when we're most vulnerable to him. We are never helpless because we are children of God. God will put people in your life to help you through difficult times. All you have to do is let them help you. Accepting help can be hard, but not as hard as doing it on your own. We seem to have veered from the whole people are sticky idea. 
which means the Holy Spirit knew someone needed to hear this message today. If you are struggling, please let others help. I know trusting people can be hard, especially if you've been let down before. Try to trust people anyway. Pray for God to put people into your life that will help you, people that will lift you up and not bring you down. Pray for people in your life who are filled with God's light. Pray for people whose love and light are contagious. Remember, no matter what the enemy tells you, you are in control of your thoughts and emotions. You have the power to change your emotions by changing your thoughts. I've talked about this before, and I don't want this episode to be so long, so I won't go into details. But basically, if you're having feelings you don't like, ask yourself, what story am I telling myself? And then change that story to something that makes you feel better. For instance, when I feel frustrated and sad with my son because of the choices he's making, I examine the story I'm telling myself. When I do that, I realize I'm telling myself, if he continues to make these choices, he won't have a good future. However, we have no way of knowing if this is true, because our God is bigger than my son's choices. Once I realize this, I change my thoughts too. I may not like his choices, but nothing is too big for God to overcome. This helps change my emotions, and I'd find comfort in the fact that God can do anything. And I release the worry over my son to God. I put him in God's hands, and then I don't need to worry. I know this is just a brief overview. If you'd like more clarification on how to change your emotions, reach out and I'd be happy to help you. The main thing to remember is to be intentional about who you are spending time with. Guard your thoughts and emotions and be intentional about what you are thinking about. Also remember, people are sticky. If you spend a lot of time with people who don't have similar values, your values may start to change into those of the people you're spending time with. Also, guard your mood. If you are in a good mood, try to intentionally spread that good mood instead of getting stuck catching someone else's negative mood. Romans 8.31 says, If God is for you, who could be against you? You can do this. Take control of your thoughts and your emotions. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, you are amazing and we are so grateful for you. We are grateful for all the wonderful people you have put in our path over the years. We are grateful for those you gave us in a season when we really needed them. Lord, we ask you to help us guard our hearts and minds against those who are negative or wish us harm. Lord, help us to spread your love and light to the whole world and let that overcome the darkness. Help us to guard our mood when others try to bring us down. Help us to guard our thoughts against the enemy. Help us to live more intentionally and less on autopilot. We love you, Lord. You are incredible. You are the almighty King of peace. And we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I look forward to spending time with you tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day.